I'm going to be talking to you for a little while, uh, talking about, uh, in this, in this uh, particular life principle, out of this, the 16th chapter of this life principle, uh, is uh, talking about whatever you acquire outside of God's will eventually turns to ashes. Now, isn't whatever you acquire outside of God's will turns to ashes? And I mean, I, I, I could just talk about that just right there, just keep right on going right there. Let me give you scripture, okay? And uh, and and I was I was uh, I was reading, reading, reading. We was reading Exodus. Exodus, the 16th chapter, and verse 16, and, and actually you can read all the way down to verse 36. Um, you can, and it's going to be talking about talking about uh, the, 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 uh, the Israelites, you know, and when they came out of the wilderness, you know, and the thing about it is they got hungry, like everybody else doing things go get to the point. But let me read these scriptures to you, okay? Um, out of your 16th chapter of Exodus, and uh, I'm going to kind of like skip over some verses and I'll come back and try to elaborate on it a little bit as the Lord leads. Um, and this, if you read this, um, the different things in this in this uh, particular uh, chapter in the 16th chapter. It's, it, it was a pretty very interesting um, that Charles Stanley brought out of some things in this here. And just the fact is, is that, you know, of course, he just, most of his things is like in uh, reading the Old Testament, you know, so you got to take it, kind of like go to, you know, get into some New Testament little thoughts and, you know, kind of like push a little bit this and a little bit that. And so I had some little runways to go by and, and uh, I don't read, really read a whole bunch of scriptures and you know, and we'll try to give you like a whole book of stories. So hopefully that you can just take this and take take and run with me off of the few scriptures that I give to you today. And then we just let God just have his way. Is that okay? <clears throat> and so um, so I'm thankful always just to be able to stand before the people of God here in the sanctuary and even on Zoom. And um it's been a little while, but we thank God anyway. Amen. But thank God for the word of God. And um, and uh, in the 16th verse, uh, in the 16th chapter, and maybe I should read out of the NIV. I have the NIV right here, version. And um, Exodus 16. Y'all got it? Yeah. Y'all got it? Everybody got to say amen. Oh, if you got it on Zoom, I don't see everybody on Zoom, but all right, we just thank God anyway. Amen. Thank God for all of you on Zoom that's showing your face. Amen. We just bless you right now, everyone. Thank God for the uh, Katrina. I can't see that part. Cheryl and Max, we love you guys. Brother John, certainly. I didn't get a chance to say anything to you all. We love you guys. Amen. And uh, thank God. And uh, certainly we had invited some more people to come out, but they did not show. But that's okay because everything is in God's hand. So, all right, 16th chapter and 16th verse, and uh, in the King James, it says, reads as this, all right, this is the thing, 
which the Lord has commanded. Gather, gather, the Lord had commanded. Gather, uh, get every man according to his eating. And Omer, and Amir, for every man according to the number of your persons. Take ye every man for them which are in his tent. Alright. And simply that simply is just saying that at this point, when they run out of food, y'all, <laughs> when food ran out, you know, because they had that journey uh, out of out of uh, 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 Egypt, and they and they got to the place where all the good meats and all the good food that they had was gone. Now they are up there, you know, and they wandering around, and of course, you know, you always go to your leader, you know, for. Well, in some cases they do, uh, and it's today and time we go to our leaders and say, "Hey, what, what, what's the next step? You know, what you got going for me? What, what, what you got cooking? You know, uh, and 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 uh, and this is what they this is what they were doing. They were they were inquiring of Moses about what's next. You know, uh, what do we do now? We don't have any food, and and the Lord told them told them what to do. Okay, prior to this, we were talking about the quail, you know, getting the quails, and, you know, he's talking about the manor, but we were going to be talking about the manor, first of all, and uh, he told, he said, look, gather up everything, just go out there and gather for everyone that's in your household, so that, and I got to think, and I said, well, shoot, man, you know what, again, my gospel supply, all of his, all of our needs according to his riches and glory, y'all with me? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, and uh, and then verse 17, we're going to go down, and then I'm going to come back up, and I'm going to read my little notes, and then we're going to finish up. And then verse 17, it says, And the children of Israel did and did so. They gathered, this king saying, they gathered, some gathered more, and some gathered less. Verse 18 says, And when they did meet it with the emir, he gathered much. He had he, he that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. And they gathered every man according to his eating. Now, isn't that interesting that you know that how 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 some people got a little, and then some people got a lot, but at the end of the day, it all balanced out to be about the same. Nobody was hungry, you know. And, and I thought that was very interesting because, you know, when we're doing things and we are going to God for different things, you know, like, God, I need you to bless me. I need you to do this, you know. And then God, God turns around. He blesses Linda. Then he blesses John. He blesses Jackie, you know. He blesses Nick. He blesses Brother John uh, um, and, and, and Max. All. He, he blesses. He said, look, go ahead. Go ahead. Some of us get a little. Some of us get a lot. You know, but at the end of the day, it all amounts to the same thing. Everybody gets full. Everybody gets full. Nobody gets hungry. Isn't that something? <laughs> so, so if I go out, if I go to the market and buy, <laughs> buy me two loaves of bread and, and maybe one fish, and John go out there and buy five loaves of bread and five fish, at the end of the day, we all going to be feeling the same way. And that's how I interpret this. Okay, now y'all might interpret it another way is that you're going to just go ahead and just go get more. But see, at this point right here, God doing what he was doing, to me, I would have thought that people would have been satisfied. 
you know, certainly I would have been if I get just, if I just, I got a family of six, a family of six, and I go out there and I just get enough for a family too, but everybody get fed and everybody's full. That's a blessing. Okay? Y'all looking at me funny. I know y'all have heard me say anything in a little while, except over Jamestown. All right? It says, whatever you acquire outside of God's will turns, eventually turns to ashes. We're going to figure this one out. All right? But right now, as long as I stay in God's will, guess what? Everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to work out as long as I stay in God's will. Verse 19 says, and Moses said, let no man leave it till the morning. Not let no man leave. No one to keep anything until morning. So you had to eat everything up. <laughs> you had to eat everything up. You had to isn't I you had to get you had to get rid of all of it. You couldn't say you know how like some of us we do, we gotta save stuff for the for tomorrow. We gotta save stuff for a little snack later on at night. You know, because, you know, like I like to do, I get up at night, I go in the refrigerator and get some grapes, you know, or, or, or get me some, get me going in, grab me some cookies and grass or ice cream, you know, and stuff like that. Miss Jackie can sleep and I sit up there and go eat me a little bit of little cake and ice cream sometime, you know, or get me a popsicle and eat, eat there and sit there, you know, and turn the TV on and, and sit there and sit there. And then after I finish, then I go lay back down. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Anybody have done that? Mm-hmm. All right. But but here it was that that it was that you are not supposed to let anything, you're not supposed to save anything for tomorrow. And like the Bible say, hey, listen, we are tomorrow to take care of itself. You know, but we sometimes really forget that tomorrow we'll take care of ourselves. So what we end up doing, we harbor some stuff on the inside. Uh oh. Uh, no, well, I'm not even going to go there right now. We harbor some stuff on the inside, and what happens is that it, we, we fall out of the will of God. Because God said, don't do this, don't do this, and we turn around and do it anyway. <laughs> well, that too will turn to ashes. <laughs> All right, so here, I got, I'm going to read this, I'm going to read this other verse. I'm going to read this verse. Other, other. Now listen, in the, in the NIV, let me read this out of the NIV. And it says, verse 16, I'm just rewriting it down. Verse 16 said, this is what the Lord said, the Lord commanded. Everyone is to gather as much as they need. Take no, take in a mirror. That's what it is. And that, if you don't know what that is, I did my little study on that so I can explain to you what it was. It was, it was, it was actually a handful. It was, it was in far, far as using the understanding the wheat, it was like a bushel of wheat. It weighed uh, maybe about three, three almost four pounds. So you got four pounds. That's just I'm gonna round it up because definition was said three point two to three point nine pounds. And see, and the thing about it is, is that you take that. Can you eat that much? Flour? Well, yes. You can eat that much in a day. One day. Four pounds. You know, and I was talking to somebody, I said, you know, imagine just imagine just getting four pounds of flour, you know, making yourself whatever you want, because later on you find out that they took and put water on it and they made dough balls. You know what I'm saying? They made, they made, they made, they decided they're gonna make something else. They ain't had no meat yet. You see what I'm saying? Because meat ain't came yet. 
So they had to figure out how to how to how to change because you know after a while you get tired. You get tired of eating bread all the time. Y'all think about eating 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 a bunch of them wafers and the communion wafers. You will not want to eat them but for so long. Somebody like David, I know for a fact, he gonna figure out a way to take those take those uh, 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 wafers and mix them up with a little bit of broth and turn around. He don't know where he got the broth from, and he gonna put them in the broth and he gonna turn out and have some dumplings out of it. So now the change from manna to to dumplings. <laughs> I'm just. Y'all know how my mind goes. My mind goes. But but it, there was enough. But then he said, look, let, 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 eat it all up. Eat it all up. See, and then he said, like, hey, you're going to take this, take, take one for each, each, each person in your tent, inside your tent. You take it for one. So, ten, in my, can you imagine that? Man, I got 10 people in there. So, I get 10, I get 10 handfuls of each one of the persons in my tent. I got a baby in there, and the baby don't even eat that much. So, he said, get, get, get one for each person in your tent. And it's so important that we understand understand the concept of what the word is saying is that you be obedient to what God is saying and then you're going to be blessed. But a lot of times, folks, we don't be obedient. We're going to just do what we want to do the way we feel like we're going to do it. And that's what it's like, oh, well, God understand what I'm doing because, you know what, I pray all the time. You know, I call on Jesus. You know, I'm fasting like I'm doing on this 21 day now. I'm at the last of 21 day. God knows what I'm doing. So, hey, I'm okay. No, you're not okay. You're following when you're following your own ways, and guess what? Eventually, your ways are gonna be burnt. All right, okay. Y'all waiting for me to take and wind this thing up, huh? Listen, and the Israelites in verse 17, this is I'm reading out the NIV, and the Israelites did as they were told. See, they were obedient. Some gather much, some little. Verse 18 said, and they when when they mentioned it by the Amir, the one who gathered much did not even have too much. That's NIV said. Didn't even have too much. They had just enough. So, give and take that we are living in a day and time, y'all, where this world is going crazy. We got more jobs than, than we ever had in history of time I can remember. You know, now we got a shortage of food. Food costs so much. But isn't it so that if it being that food costs so much that if I bless it, then God gonna expand it? So God takes my little like he did here. He said, Those that had had uh, those who gather little did not have too much, too little. They did not have too little. They all had enough. So here, my crazy mind would say is that as long as I follow God's commandments, see, it's so important that we follow his commandments as it says in Deuteronomy. Hey, listen, diligently listen to what I'm saying, and if you do, then guess what? You'll feel everything is going to be blessed. I'm going to bless everything you got. We overlook that. You know, we overlook it because the fact is, is that we want things to happen right now. We want it to happen right now. Of course, I can understand for a man for a moment that I well, really, I can't understand because here the children of Israel, they was out there and they was out there in the, in the, in the wilderness, ran out of food. God rained manna from heaven every single day, every day. And, and as you read on through the student, student word, you'll find out that every day God blessed them. Every day, he 
I don't know, did it rain come down? Did it rain like it rained? And you come out there, you see, you sit your, you sit your, 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 your rug or your sheet or something outside in front of your tent and collect all the residue that God has for you. They living off the residue. They were living off the residue of God. And manner, I think about you eating heavenly food. You're eating heavenly food. You food, you eat food straight from heaven. Mm, yummy. Yummy. I can only, I, I tried to imagine what it tasted like. I really did. I tried to imagine what it tasted like. I said, man, I can't imagine what that tasted like. You know, you, you, I remember when I was a kid, man, we were in the snow in Boston, and we would get outside, and, and after we finally got used to being in the snow, and we would get out there, and we would stand up and hold our heads back, and we would let the sun snowflakes just fall and hit us, hit our tongues. I was just thinking that some of them did the same thing when men were falling from heaven. Oh, they looked their tongue out and they were just catching it. I made my own story. Y'all can make your own story. This is how I see it. Anyway, everyone had gathered just as much as they needed. And then Moses said in verse 19, he said to them, no one is to keep anything of it until morning. So that morning, you got to get rid of it. You, you got to get rid of it. And of course, if you read it, it say, however, some of them paid, didn't even pay any attention. In verse 20, didn't even pay no attention to what Moses was even saying. See, they was disobedient, you know. And then it's because of the disobedience, man, it was, it, they, they, they say, well, look, dude. And they kept part of the event until morning. And then they, it, it, it was filled with maggots. And it smelled. And then Moses got mad with them. He got mad with him because you know why he got mad with him because he knew that God was going to be mad with him. God was going to be angry with him because because he told them what to do. They didn't listen to him. It's just like any older child, any person that's in that in charge. When you don't do what you don't do what say, if things don't go the way they're supposed to go, then the business off fail. Somebody, the business off fail. All right, let me read something from you right quick, and then I'm going to go back to these scriptures and and we're going to send you on home. It says uh, in here, it says, whatever you acquire, this is out of the book, whatever you acquire of God eventually turns, and turns to ashes. And then a, then a light question was this. It says that uh, says that the temptation set before you, beckoning you to come, take it. The temptation before you, it begs you to come, take it. We all have been tempted in some way or another, you know. And and I thought this was kind of interesting, you know. And he says, he says, it take it looks it looks so much like the desire of your heart. It looks like it, but it's not even. It's a facsimile. It's a it's mimicking uh, your heart that you can't even stop thinking about it. You know how sometimes you know you hear David talking about cheeseburgers all the time. Man, ain't nothing like a good old cheeseburger and everything like that. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. And he didn't say cheeseburger so much. People walk up. See, people looking at him and first thing they think about when they see him, cheeseburger. 
cheeseburger. He'd be doing, we'd take pictures. He'd be saying cheeseburger in the father and taking pictures, you know. But we say things so much that you become become aware of what you're saying. And that's what happened with these, these folks. They, they, see, they say, I'm not using that as a bad thing. That's a good thing. Cheeseburgers are good. Amen. Uh, but but they, it, it was something that was harboring in their heart. And it had them to the place where they thought about it daily. Every moment they thought about it, they couldn't get it out of their mind. And sometimes that's what happens with us. You know, the enemy comes, he attacks our mind. That's why we got to put on the whole armor of God so that we'd be able to withstand the wiles of the devil, having the heaven of salvation on, so that way we, our mind will not be tainted. Right, right. Amen. But the thing about it is, is that we know, we know that there is temptation. And then it says, you know, alarm goes off. Within your spirit, something snaps in your spirit. Tell you, oh no, 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 you do that. I've been there thousands of times, y'all. Yes, I've been there. The alarm goes off, and you just ignore it. You ignore it. You know, you know, you're supposed to be doing this. You know, you ain't supposed to be thinking this. Okay. Come on, y'all. Can I be real? But you know that. But yet, still, you still move accordingly because guess what? You remember the lessons that we were talking about—the dream catcher. You know when you would that. You remember that we get into a place where unfamiliarness. Well, as long as we're in a familiar, we're good. But once we, it's something that's inside of us that will drive us to come out of that place where we are. But we're afraid to say, so we'll stay right there. We'll stay right there until until tomorrow. And then after a while, we'll begin to start moving because we know that something is changing inside of us. When something begins to start changing inside of you, then you have no choice but to move. But the folk, they were at this place where all the things that they seen God use through through, through Moses, but yet and still when they got down to the hard wire iron when they ain't had no food, then everything that they, oh man, don't that remind you of something that happened with Jesus out of all the miracles that Jesus performed? I'm almost through all the miracles that Jesus performed, and yet and still at the end of the day they said, crucify him. Hey, and then so listen. So here he says, alarm goes off in your spirit, and something just isn't right about what you are about to do. Something isn't right, and still the opportunity. Still, there's an opportunity. There is still the opportunity is so enticing that you shake it off. You shake off the warning. You shake off the warning sign. Come on, y'all. I know you've been there. Amen. Come on, Zoom. I know you've been there before because we all have been there. You shake off the warning sign. Yeah, I don't want to slap this sucker upside his head. You know what I'm saying? Because you ain't going to talk to me no any kind of way. You're not going to talk about my mama. You're not going to talk about my wife. You're not going to talk about my sister. You know, you. but you ain't going to let them talk about your Jesus, but you ain't going to talk about, Jay, what you talking about? My money? You better not talk about my money. This is my money. What I'm going to do what for you? No, I ain't got to do nothing for you, Buster. Yeah. See, see, I went another way. Y'all thought I was going to go another way. But see, this is what happened. We have, we get these warning signs that trigger off inside of us and let us know that we shouldn't be doing this. And it ain't always about sexual sin. We always think that the only kind of kind of things that be is a sexual sin. But what about this other thing? When I tell I don't like you. 
and I call myself a believer. I can't stand you. I don't want to have nothing to do with you. I won't have nothing to do with you, but yet still I call myself a Christian, a child of God, a person that's filled with God's Holy Ghost, but I don't want to have nothing to do. Eventually, 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 your stuff is going to turn to ash. But you, he that stays in the will of God. Oh, I got to yeah. hurry, hurry up. Listen, I thought this was so interesting. So I had to highlight this and I had to give this to y'all, but you probably didn't even read it anyway. But listen, it says, it says, now, why not? Why not? Why not? God doesn't really, God doesn't really care about this. That's what we end up saying. He don't, does it? He don't quit. That's the question we ask. God don't really Why not do it? Why not act ugly? Why? Why not? Hey, listen, we are baptized believers, first spirit-filled believers in the Holy Ghost. We say that we are baptized in the Holy Ghost. I know I'm going a whole different way, but baptized in the Holy Ghost. But if we expect to stay in the will of God, then we have to start acting like Jesus. Hey, listen, we used to wear braces around our rear saying, what would Jesus do? You know, I used to wonder, what did that stand for? You know, and, and some of and yeah, that initial, I did not even know. And I was a child of God. I did not even know. I was like, what does that stand for? And then somebody said, what would Jesus do? Well, with something like that to that effect. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. What would Jesus do? But you wearing a bracelet saying, what would Jesus do? But you acting ugly. You you acting, you are not exemplifying none of the spirits. Fruits of the spirit. Hello. None of the fruit of the spirit. What you exemplifying is the fruit of evil. I can't stand you, Linda. I don't have nothing to do with you. Yeah, but I'm going to sit right there. I'm going to sit right here. I'm going to sit right beside you. And I'm gonna hate on you like you know. Hey, we got a lot of witchcraft in my church too. You all know that? Yes. We got people, we got yes. all kinds of divination spirits, we got all kinds of this stuff going on in church. That's why we gotta be, that's why we gotta be, we gotta stay, we gotta stay in the will of God, we gotta study, we gotta pray without ceasing. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We have to do these things. Amen. Yes. We have to do these things. Amen. I can't let my heart be troubled anymore. I can't I, I can't allow myself to fall anymore. I'm seeking God to save my family. I can't fall because of what I feel or what I think. Hallelujah. But I gotta trust God no matter what. And see here it says, why not? Does not God doesn't really care about this, does he? He knows that he knows that he does. He, you know he does. So the argument in your mind continues. What if this is my only chance to be happy? What if this is the only chance for me to be happy? I've seen God rain manna from heaven. When we got hungry. I've seen him taking drop birds from the sky. You never seen a bird fall right from that. Just just drop, just dropped, dropped in the pot. I was just boiling a little bit of water and a quail just fell in the pot. 
I scooped him out and took the unfeathered, took the feathers off of him and cooked, dropped him right back in the pot. I got bread and I got a bird. Maybe that's the reason why we love birds so much, right? God, bird. But but just the fact is, just the fact is, is that seeing and knowing that God is doing all these things, but yet and still not realizing, or maybe you do realize that just because this might be the chance when you have your happiness, yeah, you know, Billy Bob, Billy Bob, he looks so good. He looks so good. Yes, man. She, oh my God, this girl looks so nice. Boy, I can't stand it. You know, man, I love that house right there. Man, look at that. That house, that's my dream house right there. I'm praying for God to have that house. That, that's my dream house. I'm going uh, to go over there and I'm going to lay hands on it in Jesus' name. I'm going to lay hands on it. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. I'm going to lay hands on it in Jesus' name. You know how we do. You know, because I'm, I'm, and then I'm going to take it. I'm going to pray, walk around it seven times. But here it is that somebody else is already living in the house. Somebody's already living in there. So how can that be your blessing when somebody's already in there? I think sometimes, y'all, we have to begin to start thinking about God has already set things up for us. As long as we get to stay in God's will, then we prosper in the way that God wants us to prosper and be in good health. Our bodies become whole, yes. Financially, we become whole. Like, I mean, it's just that God has already prepared a certain thing for us. What is it? Where is my certain thing? Okay, let me finish this up. And then he says, then he goes on to say, the question, another question is, he said, God wouldn't, he wouldn't, they, they, you know, it's so crazy. He said, God wouldn't deny me, they uh, wouldn't deny me that he would, would he? You ask that question, answer that question, he said, God wouldn't, he wouldn't deny me of this. You know, because he know I've been praying for this. This is what I've been praying for the last 21 days. I've been praying for God, God to give me a new home. I've been praying for God to give me a new job. I've been praying for God to give me, 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 give me. But what about being a bold soldier for him? What about just being in his will to the point? What about just being able to pray like you never prayed before? What about just being able to sacrifice and give up all the friends that have held your back? What about just trying to just let the world go and just follow after him? What about just just being able to just be consumed under his anointing and under the power of the Holy Ghost? What about just that? This is what I want. This I'm fine with where God has placed me. I'm fine about the car that I have. I'm fine about the house that I live in. I'm fine about the food that I eat. But I'm looking at myself. I'm fine with the way I look. I feel good in my body. But now God is taking me into a whole other level of understanding that the closer I get to the closer I get to you, the more you make me feel. I'm feeling your goodness inside. Oh, I'm so about to explode. Woo! I know. So, see, this is where this is where we have to get get to the place where God is setting us on fire. Get into the place where God's power is illuminating through us. 
But the only way we can get there is to stay in God's will. See, I got all these notes up here. I'm lost, y'all. Woo! Hallelujah. But here's the thing that said. It says that last look. Look, look, look. He says that I'm going to be happy. What? What if God never gives me what I really want? Where would I be? Where would I be if I don't, if God don't give me what I really want? If he don't give me what I really want. If he just, just, if he just, just continue just, <laughs> just to let, I was thinking, I was thinking about the fact that when we, when Pastor Don and I, when the Lord began to start dealing with us about ministry, we had no clue about anything. Y'all, y'all had more clue about what we ministry than what we had coming up. And, and, and the thing about it, especially me, because I'm just getting saved, and God called me. I got saved in 75. God called me in ministry in 77, and I don't know a little bit about the Bible, this, that, and that, or none of these things. I didn't even know the Lord's Shepherd, the Lord's Prayer. I didn't know none of that stuff. I couldn't even quote the Lord's Prayer. Then I didn't even realize that they only had the smallest verses in the Bible was Jesus. But I couldn't even tell you what that was. But, you know, God said, well, if you just be obedient, I'm going to bless you. And let me tell you something, y'all. 1977, we didn't have no children. We married in 1976. No children. Me came in 1980. But the thing about it is, is that our life was tough. It was tough. I mean, we was two young people. We had to go to college and become somebody great. You know what I'm saying? I had abilities to do so many different things. And, and she was smart as I don't know what. And, and you know, and we remember people and stuff like that. And here it was that God said, look, this is what I'm going to do. I just want you all to pray. Pray. I'm like, God said, he told us in his word, he said, I'm going to take care of you. Your inheritance is, is going to come from me. Oh, my God. What the world? My, your, our inheritance is going to come from him. Let's dig. I was lost like sausage, girl. I was. I had no clue what God was even talking about during that time. That we would get our inheritance from him. I read all this stuff, and I, and, and I mean, God's Gave us scriptures and showed us that this is what. Well, guess what? It took a long time. A long time. We suffered financially. We suffered financially, but we were blessed spiritually. You know, because it caused us to come to God, it caused us, and we was two young people. You know, and we were just as gullible as if anybody else, you know, just as happy-go-lucky. Just the fact is, is that we were able to go to church. We didn't have no car. We and I had a little piece of job after I left Jenny. And, you know, and you had to still, you know, God, we just we just went on and just went to people's homes and prayed for folks. But God was telling us to go to people's homes and pray for people and all this other stuff. And, we, we you know, we, we could. And, and in the midst of it all, God was training us. For time to this time, mm-hmm. you know, even though she's gone on, but but the the, the 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 thing that she left and everybody was that God had trained us way back in 1977. We had no 1970. We had no clue about anything, and it grew, and we grew, 
we developed. And we found out that standing on God's word, standing and trying to stay in God's will, do we didn't always do it, y'all. We ain't gonna sit here and tell you that we always walk in God's will because we did. We had our ups and downs and we failed. We got up, we failed, we got up. One fall, another one got up. We we held each other up in the times of the storm, and yet still there was good times, there was bad times, but God saw us through. And the thing about it is not giving up. Not giving up. We are living in a day and time, folks, where folks are so quick to give up. You are quick to give up on God, but not on your job. I ain't nobody saying nothing about that. Mm-hmm. When? I told God in 2008 when I was done with the city of Jenny Beach, I was done. I was done. I was done. Stepped out. You know, I had little skills and stuff like that, you know, but I was done. And 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 the thing about it is that God fixed everything and whatever he did, you know, taught me some whole other thing. But I'm telling you, you would have to stay, but I stepped out. I stepped out. I, I just, look, man, I'm tired of this stuff. Because guess what? It ain't been number hardship. And somebody else can bear witness to that. Man, this thing, living this life is so hard. So hard. I mean, the girl said to me, she said, somebody asked her, I said, Danny, why, why, why is the world so blessed? And why is the world so blessed and we Christians don't have nothing? And I said, you know what? That's not even true. Because the world is suffering too. You know, but I said, you know what? You got to stay in the will of God and you got to stay in the will of God. Then I started giving my testimony about how God, you remember when God brought me, you were where God has brought me from when I used to sit over there in that corner right there and cry my eyes out because the word is tearing me up. You know, I didn't have no money going to my kids, asking them to borrow money before I keep gas in my car. John, I had a job. And, and yet and still, yet and still, because I wasn't where God wanted me to be. Everything that I sought out to do did not happen. It did not happen. It turned to ashes. Yes, very intelligent. Yes, I can build a house. Yes, I can do all these things. But yet it's still without having God where he's supposed to be in my life, then it's nothing. It turns, it turns, it melts, just like the scripture said in, in, in Exodus, that, that, that everything that they did not eat, listen, it withered, it just withered away. But listen, here's the other thing. Uh, uh, he told them, he told them, he said, look, he said, on sixth day, and I got to go, on sixth day, listen, go get double. Go get double. Some folks didn't even do it. I... I would have probably tried to get triple. I would have tried to get triple. He said, go get double. I'm going to go get extra because you know what? Because he said on, on the Sabbath, it's a day of rest. And I want to encourage you. Rest on the Sabbath. Rest on the seventh day. Y'all, y'all working. Y'all work every day, every day of the week. Y'all work every day of the week. Y'all got something going on every day of the week. I take my Sundays and I take, I take my Sundays. I take a break, y'all. I didn't do it before, but I take a break. I go home, kick my feet back, kick my shoes off, my suit off, everything like that, put my shorts on and t-shirts and everything like that, and kick back if I don't go out to eat. But when I get there to the house, I'm kicking back, I'm laid back on the couch, chilling. Because I know Monday morning, I got to hit it. Tuesday morning, I got to hit it. Wednesday, I got to hit it. Thursday, I got to hit it. Friday, I got to hit it. Saturday, 
and my head to hit it. But Sunday, I was just thinking back, I was thinking back, and I might have been talking to Linda about this. He said, Yeah, you know what? It used to be time when we we everything used to be closed on Sunday. Oh, yeah. yeah. TV would cut off at night. <laughs> 12 o'clock. TV cut off. And then it's gone. And there's no more TV until 6 o'clock in the morning. Then these dead folks slept good then. It wasn't a bunch of craziness that's going on. And now we got TV on 24, 24, uh, TV on for 84 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, and we watch it. We don't watch it as much too. But but listen, we got we got we, we we have to just stay in God's will. But look, I'm gonna I'm gonna um I, I did and I was reading this. From my from my other notes that I have here about you know what about Joshua you know and I kind of got into got into this thing because you know about just about being not following the will and commandment of God Joshua the seventh chapter y'all can read that for yourself with Aiken man that Joker man he I'm gonna call him Joker that Joker he was he he just did some crazy stuff he did stuff like me do oh yeah guess what I got I got uh. Let me see. Let me get this right here. I like to demonstrate, y'all. Yeah, Aiken said they told him not to. They said, "Go get." We was, you know, when God has tells you to do certain things, you just got to do it the way God said do it. And he went and got his, got his stuff. Went first of all, he lied. He lied. He went out. He took the crew out, and they went out into, they went out into this to check out the Emirates. You know, and he went out there, the Emirates could be army, you know what I'm saying? And he said, he came back, he said, oh, yeah, they got a pretty good size army, but we can make it with a few people. I was like, whoa. And then the thing about it was when they went there, when they went there, they got, they killed a few of them, right? And then uh, yeah, they said, that, then the Bible said 36 of them got killed. And they went running, a whole army. And 36, they ran fearful of their life because the army killed. And But here's the thing. That tick God off. Okay. <clears throat> you got you got you got all <coughs> all of what you're supposed to get. Now God said there's a part that you ain't supposed to mess with. They took that part. This is my part. And this God's part. This God part, and they took, and they took and fixed it up. God part with my part, and they put it together, and they hid it. But you can't hide from God, <laughs> and, and definitely you can't hide from the prophet of you know. And see, and the thing about it is that that you know, Joshua knew something was wrong. He was like, "What in the world? Y'all ran from them people, and we we had much more power. We had God on our side." And God said, look, he turned his back on the situation because they stole from him. They stole from him. And he said, I said, no, 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 no. And, and, and God said, look, he said, and Joshua went, here, here's what Joshua do. Just like some of us, we need to learn to do sometimes. When things get critical, we don't understand what's going on in the house. We need to just go ahead on and fall on our knees. He took a fellow on his knees. He said, listen, listen, we're going to do something. We're we, we going to do something. Everybody, because God said, look, everybody consecrate. Call a consecration. And that's what they did. They went on a consecration. The whole crew went on a consecration because they had to find out what was the reason why why 
our town, why our stuff is being cursed right about now? Because God is, we about to be killed over one family. Over one family. Over one family. You understand what could happen? Bad seed could tear up everything. But anyway, when God, when he came back, when he came back, and he found out that he had stolen stuff. He admitted to it, you know. And they took him, took him, his whole tribe. Took his whole tribe. They rocked him. They stoned him. They stoned him. And burned him. <laughs> stoned him, burned him. And then, then they took and piled a bunch of rocks over top of him. All because they took something that they took God's portion. So, hey, listen, y'all, don't mess with God's portion. If you expect to be blessed, what we keep talking about, said, if you expect to be blessed, don't mess with God's portion. Keep his portion aside and give it to him. Because when you do, you're going to be blessed. Now, after that situation, everything went back to normal. You know, they started killing up everybody. They killed all the old people and all that stuff. And they, they killed the city, went down there to got all the gold and silver and all the everything, the trinkets and all that stuff. And it was rich. You know, them folks are rich. So, in other words, people, if we just do what God tells us to do, if we stay in God's will, then we're going to have what we're supposed to have. All of us is wealthy. You got to believe it. All of us is healthy. You got to believe it. All of us got what God has already foretold. We saw it in the beginning before we was even thought of when we was in our mama's belly. God had already predestined our life, our future, our beginning, our end. Has already been in the book of Romans, and I'm done. To stay in God's will, be not conformed to this world. Twelve and two. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind. Don't think highly of yourself. Hallelujah. But give your whole self to the Lord, and let God and let God be the head. And not the co-pilot. Because you're going to crash your plane every time trying to be the pilot. You will. You ain't tired of crashing yet? Listen, when you talk about you talk about ash, and I, you know, you talk about ash. Ash is, is, is a, it, it's a, it's defined as a, powder, a powdery substance. <laughs> and when I think about, I think about ash, it's a powdery, powdery, powdery residue left over after a burning of, of a substance of anything. And just like, and, and we have come to the point of, of figuring out how we can burn a body and not and right on down to the bones. One time they wasn't able to able to cremate human beings. But when they found out that they could turn the fire up high enough, it would consume your bones and burn, turn your bones into ashes. For a long time, they, they bury people and they be, their bones last forever. You know, they become fossils, like prehistoric stuff. But then at the end of the day, at the end of the day, God said, listen, I can fix things up with a consuming fire that will burn you right on up. So we thank God. I thank God for the word today. I thank you. And I mean, I could go on a little bit more, but it's time for me to stop. And just remember, just read that. Read that for yourself. Exodus, the uh, 16th chapter. Read it. And keep on reading. If you ain't reading, go in there and read that stuff. You know, and then go in there, Joshua, and read about that. You know, because you want to hold on to what, what 
what is supposed to be yours. And anything that is supposed to be God, you want to go ahead and let God take, let God, this your master. And sometimes that's what we got to say to God, God, this is yours. You know? Then you say, I will not put no more on you than you can bear. And if it's possibly that it's unbearable, guess what? I'm going to move you away. Yeah, but I ain't going to let no harm come before you. Because I love you just that much. You know? But I want you to understand that I want you to stay in my will. I want you to draw close to me. Being in the will of God is so awesome. Yeah, I mean, you can feel how great God is, man, when you when, when you just get to a place and you close your eyes, and then all of a sudden you feel his presence is moving in your life. I know, I don't know who I don't know who, who, who this is helping, but I know somebody other than me. The last time, last time man, I tell you, I say, God, I just stand forth in, in his presence and just allow God just to consume me, you know, and just all oh, take me. Sometimes that's what it takes. Just get away. Get away. Get away from everything else and just move away from everything and just let God just consume you. Hallelujah. Take over your mind. Take over your heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, that is it. Father, we thank you now, Lord Jesus, for the word that came forth on our just this morning, this afternoon. <laughs> Oh, God, and we just bless you, God, because, you know, you've done, always do some marvelous things, oh, God. I thank you right now, Lord Jesus, because certainly I was blessed behind what I've heard, oh, God, you say to me. And I pray right now, Lord Jesus, that everyone else was blessed as well, that they took something from out of this word, oh, God, that you have blessed us with, oh God. Just continue to anoint us, oh God. And I pray right now, Lord Jesus, that even in the midst of every situation that somebody else may be dealing with personal problems, oh God, that realizing that you, God, you are the center of their joy, you are the center of their life, and God, that if we just abide in you and just let your word just abide in us, and we will be able to do anything because all things is possible because we believe it. And we thank you now, Lord Jesus. We just thank you. We just thank you. And I pray right now, Lord Jesus, that if any sick right now, Lord Jesus, that you would just touch their bodies, heal them right now in Jesus' name. And Father, that you would just take hold to their mind, transform. That's what we need, God, a transforming of our mind. Renew our minds and our spirit, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just give you praise and we give you glory right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we're going to trust you even more, God. Thank you for elevation, oh God. Thank you for revelation, oh God. Thank you for new life, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And even under the sound of my foot, oh God, thank you for restoration, oh God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Thank you. Amen. Amen.